This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are talking all about forgiveness. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are, what you're up to, and what everything around you looks like as you listen to this episode. So take a quick picture, send it over to me on Instagram, or tag me over on Instagram. I would really, really love to see. If you come back time and time again, if these episodes are of any value of you, I would love, love, love and incredibly appreciate for you to take about three seconds of your time right now as you're listening to hop on over to Spotify or to Apple and to rate this podcast. It would genuinely make the world of a difference with just about three to four seconds of your time. Thank you so much for the support and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardin Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hello everybody, I hope you're all doing well. I'm happy to find you here on another Monday morning and I hope that you as well are excited to start a new week. It is the month of June. I hope that you are all feeling the energy of summer within you if you're in the Northern Hemisphere or whenever you're listening to this episode. I hope that you're feeling good and energized and positive. And today I wanted to talk about forgiveness. So this topic came up in a client session of mine and I realized that I had never actually done a full podcast episode focused on this, even though it's something that ends up coming up in conversation quite a bit with my clients. So I wanted to approach this topic starting by looking at why we hold on to things, why we struggle to forgive, and then to mention just four points, four main beliefs or mindsets or things we can take into consideration or ask ourselves in order to move towards a state of forgiveness. So I wanted to start, as usual, by investigating more about what it is, right? So why is forgiveness something that we struggle with? So the kind of narrative that we often hear when it comes to forgiveness is, you know, that's in the past, leave it behind you, look forward, move on. And fair enough. I mean, that makes sense. However, if it was that simple, then none of us would ever hold on to grudges or hold on to resentment or have this bitterness that can sometimes eat us up inside. So I wanted to look at specifically why it is that we do end up holding things even if they are in the past. So the first thing is that we often feel like if we forgive someone, then they have quote unquote gotten away with it. And so we don't want to let someone get away with it. We don't want to let someone who has done us wrong, quote unquote, win. So we really feel like, well, the other person owes me something. And if I let go of this anger, if I forgive them, then they will get away with whatever horrible thing they did or said or whatever it made you upset. And so we don't want to do that. So we hold on to it. So it's almost as though we feel like by being angry, we are punishing them. So that's one reason. Second reason is that, well, when someone has done us wrong, then we see the other person in a different way, right? So trust has been broken. And 
it's something that is very normal and that our brains are wired to do. So our brains are wired to hold on to lessons from the past and especially to anchor in negative memories. So if we think about this, you know, in terms of how things were hunter-gatherer days, if let's say we were to encounter a tribe and that tribe when we encountered them led to war, then we are going to be careful to not approach that tribe or to stay away from them or to probably hold resentment in order to make sure that we don't approach that tribe. Alternatively, if we go see tribe B, let's say, and tribe B shares their food with us, then we'll be much more inclined to collaborate with them. So the importance of actually remembering that and anchoring that memory is that if we go to tribe A and ask for food when in the past it's always led to war, well then we might find ourselves or probably will find ourselves in more war. So it's something that we hold onto from the past as a protection mechanism. So it makes sense, right? It makes sense. And to some extent, I mean, once trust is broken, why shouldn't it be broken? right? Why should it repair from our own will? And so that's kind of the, let's say, devil's advocate side of things where we might think, well, then we shouldn't let go of things from the past, right? We should not forgive because that's how we protect ourselves from potentially being in the same situation. Now, of course, when we hold on to previous resentments, well, that can be incredibly heavy, it can be heavy, it drives us to a position where we might not reconcile certain relationships that would benefit from being reconciled, we might make our life more miserable, we might find ourselves isolating ourselves, it can lead to a lot of residual internal frustration which can feel almost toxic in the body, right? And that can have a very negative impact then even on our health, on our mental health and on our physical health. So although it can be a protection mechanism, once again, I mentioned this in last week's episode, that our brain is wired for survival and not for happiness or a state of fulfillment, right? So it might make us more likely to survive, to stay angry at anyone who has ever done us wrong, but will it actually make our life more worth living? Well, maybe that's a question worth investigating, which is actually what brings me to my first point. So the first point is genuinely asking yourself the question, do I actually want to forgive this person? Am I willing to leave whatever it is that has happened in the past? And it might seem like a simple question and the answer should be yes, but it doesn't have to be yes. It can be no. It can be, you know what? No, I do not want to let this go. But the question is worth asking. And we really need to ask ourselves genuinely, do we want to let this go? Because it's not about should we let this go or we have to let this go. It's really the question, do you want to let this go and are you ready to let this go? And that should feel incredibly empowering. We are not forced into anything. We can hold on to something from the past if we wish to. But if it feels like it's doing more harm than good, then it's really the question of are we willing to let it go? And are we open to letting it go? And that is the first question we need to ask ourselves. Secondly, we want to reinvestigate this belief that if we forgive the other person, they win. So I mentioned this earlier as one of the main reasons why we hold on to things from the past, because we have this belief 
that if we forgive the other person, they win. However, the truth is that when we decide to forgive someone, when we decide to leave the past in the past and to move on to the future, then we are the ones taking the power in our own hands. So the belief, let's say the previous belief, is that the other person has the power if we forgive them. But the truth is the opposite. Because when we choose to forgive, we choose to not be weighed down by anger and resentment. We choose how we want to engage in the relationship and the kind of energy that we want to bring into that relationship. So when we have this belief that it's the other person who owes us something for having done us wrong, then it's really coming from this place of lack. So we have this idea that the other person needs to kind of pay us back for their wrongdoing or they owe us something for the pain that we have gone through. However, when we come from a place of an abundance of strength, then we don't need anything from the other person because we have this abundance of it within us. So I actually read something online a while ago that really, really stuck to me. So I thought I'd read it out loud because I think it expresses it a little bit better than I did. And it says, as our inner wealth increases, we are able to extend grace to those who don't deserve it because we don't need anything from them. And so it's really this idea, once again, once we make the decision and the choice that we do want to forgive and we do want to move on, it's asking the question, do we accept and notice and appreciate the internal strength that we have and are we willing to not receive anything from the other side? Because that resentment almost comes with this waiting. It's like the other person has a debt to us and we're waiting for them to repay it. Yet it's something, once again, we don't have control over. So are we willing to appreciate our own internal strength and accept that we don't need anything from the other person. We are full as we are, and therefore we are done with waiting, with waiting around for the other person to pay us back. The third point is actually looking at when we have done something wrong and others have forgiven us. So I didn't necessarily touch on this, but a lot of the time when it comes to breaking trust, we hold on to the past because we think if they've done it once, they'll do it again. And that's the kind of person that they are. And it comes with this attitude of judgment, of condemnation. And we look down to the other person based on their wrongdoings and their wrong actions. However, this is why point number three is super important because we have most probably also engaged in some kind of wrongdoing or wrong action at some point. And it doesn't entirely tarnish who we are as human beings or our value system or what we might be capable of doing in the future. So that's a really important question is asking ourselves, when have I done something wrong or made a mistake and have been forgiven? And it allows us to some extent realize that we are not that different from the people who have done us wrong as well we have also done something wrong and it might not be to the same scale and it might not be the exact same thing but it puts us in the position of realizing if i have made mistakes at some point then it makes sense that they would have as well 
And the fourth and last point is asking the question, and I've mentioned this in previous podcast episodes, but asking the question, what part of responsibility did I play in this? Now that can be a really hard question, especially depending on the situation you find yourself in. So there are certain situations where you might say, I have been treated in a certain way, or this horrible thing has happened to me. There's really nothing that I can take responsibility for, and I don't want to take that blame or that burden on my shoulders. Now, the question is less about taking the blame and burden on our shoulders, but really asking ourselves, was there any part of responsibility that we have played at some point? Now, once again, it's situational, and the answer to that might be absolutely not. But the answer to it might also be, well, I didn't draw the correct boundaries. I let things get too far because I didn't say no from the get-go, or I didn't make it clear that speaking to me in a certain way wasn't appropriate, or I didn't walk away from a situation when the argument started building up, for example. Or perhaps I didn't listen enough to the other person and therefore the argument escalated, or I didn't make my point clear so the other person completely misunderstood. Whatever it is, there might be a 1% of responsibility that we have played in this situation. And simply by asking that question once again, it puts the responsibility back on us and it puts the ownership back on us. And that's not a negative thing. That is empowering. There is nothing more disempowering than being in a position of anger and resentment because of someone else. So that touches back to that first point again, where we think that we are the quote-unquote winners and we're the strong one when we stay angry. And the reality is that who wants to be angry? No one appreciates that emotion. So if we are in a state of anger because of someone else, we are by nature disempowered because somebody else is causing our emotional reality. The most empowering thing we can do is realize I have played some part of responsibility. I'm willing to put that responsibility on my back. I am willing to choose now how I want to feel on this situation moving forward. And therefore, I take the power back in my hands. Now, when it comes to feelings and emotions, we can't simply change them at the flick of a switch or the snap of a finger. However, there is a distinction between emotions and feelings. So emotions are the things that we feel instantly. So imagine that someone says something that's very insulting, and in that split second, our heart might stop, or our face might freeze, or we might go bright red, or we might feel just completely like we've lost our breath. So that is an instant emotion. But the feeling would be what builds up after several hours or several days when we repeat the situation in our head over and over and over again. And the more we think about it, the angrier we get and the more unfair the other person was. And the more we think about it, the higher and higher and higher that sense of injustice builds up within us. And so that is not the emotion. That is the feeling and the feeling is brought about by the stories we tell ourselves. So when we repeat a narrative and a story in our mind over and over and over again, that was so unfair. I can't believe they would have said that. Did they even think about this? How could they? Who do they think I am, etc.? Then we build that narrative. We go in circles and that feeling builds within us. 
So it's so important to realize that distinction because that instant sense of emotion, that instant sense of fear, of anger, whatever it is that comes out of us when we feel shocked, perhaps, incredibly insulted in that exact moment, that is the emotion. That's not something that we can necessarily change. That is our nervous system reacting. However, the story that we tell ourselves going in circles in our mind, those are the things that bring up those feelings that then linger. And it's those feelings that build up over weeks and months, even years, that pollutes our inside, right? That makes us rot from the inside out, that turns into these resentments that we don't even remember what they're based on anymore. And so by asking ourselves the question, what part of responsibility did I play in this situation? We flip the story around. We flip the narrative around. And from personal experience, I can remember even a few months ago when I was upset about something, the second I asked that question, literally the second I asked it, the anger completely fell away because the story was now completely different. And the second I asked that question, I could think of at least one thing that I had done on my side which wasn't 100% fair, or one thing I'd done on my side where I hadn't expressed myself completely clearly enough for the other person to understand. And therefore, in that situation, that anger fell and the story was broken. So I really hope that with the reflection points I've left you with today, you are able to put that story back into question and perhaps even find yourself forgiving, letting go of those previous resentments. And I just want to end on one last point that forgiveness is not something we can force. It's not by just telling someone that we forgive them that we do forgive them. And those emotions will tell us Because if we have not forgiven someone, then the second they do the smallest thing, we will instantly get angry again, right? We'll feel those resentments come back up. But that's what tells us, okay, I haven't fully forgiven this person yet. Let me think about that. What story am I still holding on to? And we can reinvestigate. And once again, the most important is to approach it from a sense of curiosity and say, that's interesting, I'm still angry, clearly. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been triggered when they did this small thing. So I encourage you to ask yourself that. I encourage you to have a think. Perhaps there's a certain situation in this very moment which you still feel angry or resentful about. Perhaps not. Perhaps you want to practice by thinking back at previous moments in which you were angry or resentful. Or perhaps you simply want to note this down, save this episode, send it to a friend, and use it when you do find yourself feeling angry, resentful, bitter, and struggling to forgive. I would love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear what you think. I'd love to engage in discussion about this episode. So if you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to make these episodes a two-way street and to really turn this into a dialogue. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.